Welcome to the Mubo podcast, a podcast for mums who are building a business around kids and a busy life. I'm your host, Kerry Gillett. I'm an entrepreneur, mum of Fred, and I'm the founder and CEO of Mubo, a non-profit organisation that helps mums start and grow brilliant businesses. In episode three of the podcast, I'm going to be answering your questions. So let's dive in to today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Mubo podcast. We've decided to switch things up and do things a little differently today. We get lots of business questions over on our Instagram page. Do you follow us on Instagram? Do you? If you don't follow us, then you can find us at we are Mubo. You should give us a follow and then you could ask your own questions. But anyway, we thought we'd start answering some of those questions here on the podcast because you might have been thinking similar things. So today's the first of our Q&A episodes and we're going to be answering a question from the lovely Hannah of Dragon Painter. Dragon Painter is a subscription box service for the wonderful world of minis. If you want to find out more about Hannah's work and see her products, please check out her Instagram at dragonpainter2020. Now, the question Hannah asked, is it possible to have work-life balance when running your own business? Well, Hannah, yes, I think it is possible, but I'm going to ask you some other questions before I dive into a few of my own tips. And that is, do you think balance really exists? Is balance a normal thing to be striving for? I'm not so sure it is. And I'm going to tell you why. I've been asked about this a lot at different events over the years, and we all seem to be striving for work-life balance. But I don't know about you, I don't actually think that we are capable of getting balance. I don't think I'm capable of getting balance. And I don't think that that's any bad thing. I'm going for more of a blend because I don't think balance exists. I think in your life, there are going to be times when things at home need you. They're really hungry and they need your attention. Okay, that's just life. And when that happens, you have to take your foot off the gas with your business or your work because your priority is your home life. And so I like to view, instead of this like vision of balance, I look at it more like a seesaw in a kid's park. And you know, when more of your effort goes into things at home, less of your effort goes in at work and the seesaw tips. And sometimes work is really demanding or the business really needs you and all of your effort goes there and it tips the other way. I think the thing to remember is that you're always capable of tipping it and changing that kind of where the weight goes. Does that make sense? I, I never know whether actually what I say makes sense, but we're still saying it. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't particularly go for balance. I haven't got I haven't got that one. So I go for blend. I go for blend. I think we can all get some semblance of spending a good amount of time in work and at home, but we crucially we have to do something in order for that to happen. So that's what I'm going to dive into. So I think what goes along with this question is in order to get the kind of work life blend that you want, you need to decide what you want for your work and your life. And I talk to so many women through coaching and through Mubo who haven't really thought about how they want to work 
Like, have you ever asked yourself how you want to work and how you want to live? Because I hadn't really until probably the pandemic. So I believe that we all, especially in business, right? (laughs) You set up a business for a reason. You wanted to work for yourself. You wanted to be your own boss. Like if you have to do that in all areas. So you need to like be the boss of your life. That sounds super cheesy. Be the boss of your life. But you need to take it into your own hands. You get to be the architect of your life now. And you get to decide how you want to work. You get to decide how many hours you want to work, when you want to work, how you want to work. You get to do that for your job, but you also get to do that for your outside time. How do you want your family time to look like? What do you want your weekends to look like? Um, You know, what do you want your evenings to look like, your holidays to look like? I had never really looked at how I wanted to work until the last couple of years. And I realised that I wanted a few things. I wanted to work out of the house because I feel it makes me more productive. I wanted to mainly work school hours. I wanted to take all the school holidays off, including having the majority of the summer holidays off. That's the six week holiday during the UK. Um, I wanted to have like the good four weeks of that holiday off work. And that's my decision, right? As the owner of my business and as a self-employed woman, that's what I get to do. So in being the architect of my life, I was then able to go and look at how I built the business around that. So you have to ask yourself, like, what do you want from work? And also, what do you want outside of work? And then you're able to work towards that. But in order to work towards that, you're going to need my second little tip, and that's boundaries. If you don't have boundaries in your life, you're never going to be able to blend and, you know, get to the place where you want in your work and outside of work and get that balance. It's really important that you have boundaries and that you start enforcing them. So start thinking about in order to get to the way you want your life to look, what boundaries do you need to put in place? Where are some areas where you always seem to be losing a lot of time or What are the areas in your life that seem to be causing you more stress than others? As a woman who had zero boundaries, (laughs) I highly recommend that you put some in place because actually my business has changed hugely in the last couple of years. It really has. But deciding what I wanted was a huge part of that. And then boundaries was also a massive part of that because I was or am always a people pleaser. I don't want to say no to anyone. And so I say yes to a lot of things. And then I don't get to be that architect of my life, right? It's really difficult then for me to find the time to do the things that I want to do or work in the way I want to work, because I'm always putting everyone else in front of me. So I really needed to set some boundaries, particularly around work. And here's here's a key thing for you. You might find that in the early stages of your business, people don't really take you seriously. But mate, you have got to take yourself seriously from day one. And boundaries help you do that. If I could go back and give myself one piece of advice, it would be to take my shit seriously from the minute I started. Because as much as I always took it seriously in my head, 
I allowed other people around me to really push the boundaries and mean that I didn't grow the business in the way that I wanted to grow it in those first few years because I wouldn't ask for help. This is coming up a little bit more, a little bit later in the podcast. I wouldn't ask for help. I wouldn't ask for time to do my work. You know, I very much made sure that everyone else was okay. And then if there was anything left over, that was time for me. But that's not fair, right? That's not fair. And if you want to grow the business that you want to grow, you want to live the life that you want to live, you have to take yourself seriously, prioritise yourself, put those boundaries in place, decide what you want and go for it. Okay. And you cannot do that if you do not have boundaries in your life. So boundaries are really important. The final thing I think is really good when you are thinking about balance for your work and life is delegating and asking for help. It's not that I don't think that you can't do it all because there are lots of amazing women doing it all. But you need to ask yourself, like, why you want to do it all? Because I was trying to do it all and I really didn't want to do it all. Right. I had no interest in doing it all. I will (laughs) gladly say this to you. I am not that woman. Like, no, it's not for me. Like, I want help. I just really didn't know how to ask for help because I had never done it. And I was brought up by a woman who never asked for help. And she was brought up by a woman who never asked for help. So there was this cycle going on of we all just get on with our stuff. And sometimes things get hard, we get our heads down, we work, we don't whinge. And I was very much that person, particularly in like my journey as a mum, I, you know, would try and do everything and do every bedtime and do the early mornings and keep the house tidy and the list goes on, blah de blah blah be at the baby groups run this business, grow this business, be there for my partner, help him with his business. And it was exhausting, right? It was absolutely exhausting. So I think the pandemic was a good twist for this because the business grew for me quite a lot in that period of time. And when we were coming out, I know we're only coming out of it now, but certainly in the last year, I've had to make a lot of changes. And they include things like having help in my house, getting a cleaner, um, having the cleaner do things like change the beds. My cleaner, Steph, is like the best. Oh, her business is amazing. But she's like the best person in the world. (laughs) Steph, if you're listening to this, you know, having her come to the house and know that that's taken care of saves my life. Having her change the beds. What? a joy, you know, to come home and get into a clean bed, have a shower and get into a clean bed and not have to worry about doing that myself is absolutely amazing. Stuff like Gusto or HelloFresh or doing the online shopping makes my life so much easier. Actually speaking to finding a way that I can speak to my partner and tell him what I need in order to be able to work. This was really, I'm, well, sorry, James, if you haven't listened to this, but this was something that was really difficult for us for a long time because we're both quite career driven. And are, in my head, I always think it's like two rams locking horns. 
<laughs> we're both fighting over whose work is the most important and therefore like who who gets the time to go and do it and it isn't like that now we've found a way to get through it but it's quite often difficult for me to ask him to do something instead of just sitting there and like thinking that he should just know what I need <laughs> I think a lot of women might resonate with this. I would rather sit there and be fuming that he hasn't been able to read my mind and do exactly what I need him to do than actually tell him what I need him to do, which is ridiculous when you think about it. So I've had to get a lot better about saying, you know, we need to put things in place so that my work is covered. Um, we need additional childcare support. I need you to do more school run pickups um I need you to do you know the football club run every Wednesday and all this kind of stuff and I didn't ever do that before so that has been helpful we've had to I mean we've still got a way to go I'll admit to it but you know that communication has really really helped and also kind of like planning ahead and delegating to other people to ask for their support because things are coming up so I know that I've got a really really busy few months in the business up until the summer. And so there are occasions where James has got work and I have got really busy weeks and work and I've had to rope in help from like my sister and other family members. And I've had to block out time where we're going to be having time off together because I know it's going to be chaotic. So you've got to ask for help and you've got to delegate. And trust me, I am going to be delegating more, you know, as the Mubo's got a team which is growing now and, and that's scary. But that learning those skills around delegating is going to be able to help me grow the business ultimately. And best you believe, friends, that I'm going to be coming back on this podcast and telling you all the things that I implement in order to um, delegate more because I think it's so important to, like, if you could get help, why would you not get it? Why would you not? Um, I know that there might be some people listening to this going, well, that's great if you can afford to get delegate, but I can't. And I've been there. I There have, there have been many times in my life where I've not been able to delegate um, for, fi- you know, for financial reasons. So there are ways of getting around that. So make friends with other business owners, get into business groups. There are lots of groups where people barter for their services. Ask your existing friends to help you. Ask your partner for more support. Ask parents or friends, if you can, to help you with childcare. You know, whatever it takes. If there is something that you need, make sure that you ask for it. There is always a way. We've just got to find it. And the thing I touched on, if you're looking for balance, I suppose, I touched on it slightly earlier, and that is downtime so so important so many of us in business have business brains right I don't know about your business brain but my business brain is on all the time and so it's really difficult for me to switch off quieten down and feel like I've had time away from work because I love what I do I love work I don't particularly want to have time away from work but I do want to have important time with my family so and also, you're not just time with my family. Let's scrap that because that's really important. But I need to have time for myself. 
I need to have time for myself and I love having time for myself. So downtime is really important. I now make sure that I have downtime pretty much every day. Never did that before. I now make sure that I am not working at weekends. Never did that before. I now make sure that we have scheduled holidays. <laughs> Never did that before. But think of the small ways that you can do this for yourself. If it's going for a walk during a nap time or during a school time, do that. If it is watching a trashy television show on your own after everyone's gone to bed, do that. But make sure you're doing something for yourself outside of business, just for yourself, just for you. And I know that the business is for you. I used to say that as well. The business was the place where I went to find myself. But you still have to have some reprieve from it. You have to have some rest. You have to have some relaxation. Um, take it from a woman who is the ultimate workaholic. Take some downtime. It will do you good. So I suppose those are four ways that I feel that I'm able to enjoy much more of a blend in my work life these days. So I hope that some of those may have resonated with you or may help you. And Hannah, I hope that answered your question. And if you're sitting listening to this and have a question you'd like to have answered here on the podcast, simply go to our Instagram profile at we are Mubo and send us a DM. We may answer it on a future episode and give your brilliant business a shout out in the process. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. If you listened all the way through, please take two minutes to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. It really helps a small pod like this get found by other listeners and we really, really, really blink and appreciate it. As always, if you've been listening today, snap a photo of where you're listening to us and tag us over on Instagram. We are at WeAreMubo and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.